Welcome to Bear Football here on the Barroom Network. John Maffone alongside Danny Schumann and Tyler Gaines. Ellis, the Bears fall 12-7 to and what can only be described as an ugly, almost unwatchable game. Just the Bears shooting themselves in the feet on numerous occasions. Had a lot of opportunities to win this game. Plenty of things to go through. Gaines, instant reaction. Normally you're the beacon of positivity here, but I'm I'm searching, man. What do you got? Barrel, I don't. The thing about I don't want to be positive right now. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't want to be positive because I feel like we just keep we keep like giving them passes, John. And I'm tired of giving them passes because I mean we could talk about the bright spots on defense, bro. But at the end of the day, if you don't take advantage of it, like you're gonna leave the the game in the hands of the referees. We could talk about Jaquan Brisker. We could talk about some of our new guys on defense. But um, I mean my instant reaction is David Montgomery was was wide open just now. Did y'all see that? Like that. My instant reaction was David Montgomery was wide open for a touchdown potential win. That's what I just saw just now. But it's like it shouldn't have came down to a last-second play. It shouldn't have came down to the fourth quarter. I mean, part of my language, man, but we literally just pissed down our legs. Like, Mm -hmm. that's literally what just happened on national TV. And it's damn near embarrassing. Like, bro, like, this is why I'd be so confused why these analysts be picking us to win only four games of the season. And this is like it's, it's ours for the taking, John. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I know that I know that we're a young team. My fault. You said instant reaction. Let's go around the corner, Danny. What you got? <laughs> oh, uh, I mean, uh, yeah. It was just it's not another second week in a row. It's like you know, like a, a game you could have won, probably should have won. Um, you know, in terms of that last play, I mean, Mooney goes up and you know makes a you know he goes and makes a clean catch at the goal line. That's a touchdown. Game over. You know, Bears win, uh, but he unfortunately bobbles it uh, initially, and then he comes down with it, and he's short of the goal line. So, you know, it's 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 a it's a young team learning how to win, and and unfortunately right now they're 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 losing games more than they are winning. So, um, you know, the, the only thing is you got to look at look at some of the positives. I know it's it's tough right now, especially after the, after a tough loss like this. You know, they're they're two and four, but they could easily be four and two right now. You know, and. Um, but you know, it's it's something that it just it's growing pains that the team's gonna have to get better. You know, unfortunately, like, the defense kind of let me down. We, you know, John and I were talking at halftime about the rush defense being you know playing you know solid in the first half, and then come out yeah. second half and then just let Brian Robinson and company right right right, right down their throats and stuff. And uh, you know, that was just concerning, especially when the Bears took that lead on that on that that throw from uh, Fields to Pettis for a touchdown to come right back defensively and just give another score was was really. Um, Something that that, that kind of you know put a bad taste in my mouth, and then uh, offensively, you know, John, like we remember we talked about in, in the first half, like we don't want to give up on the running game. We don't give them a running game, and then uh, they start just throwing the ball all over the field. And obviously, you don't have the weapons yet to to be that kind of uh, aerial attack. And then finally, you know, they get the chance to, to drive down, and and um, again, yep, Mooney makes a clean catch. It's a touchdown. Game over. Look, I mean, pick pick your poison on this one. You want to talk about Fields missing the tight end in the end zone? Go ahead. You want to talk about, uh, you know, Bayless Jones fumbling the the punt? Go ahead. You want to talk about the the phantom uh, DPI calls? Go ahead. But like, there was there was plenty of opportunities to win this ball game, and they just didn't do it. Uh, you want to talk about the pass protection? Sure. You want to talk about Fields on his back half the game? Yeah, we can talk about that. But there, there, the the issue was. There a lot of these a lot of these were self inflicted. Uh, mm-hmm. the Washington did not outplay the Bears in many aspects of this game. The Bears decided to hand over the game on a number of plays, and as we see here on an, on a replay, 
Uh, I'm not exactly sure. Well, oh, this is the uh, this is the long uh, play yeah. by Fields, which is this is part of like what what makes you so excited about Justin Fields is because he can turn anything into a home run. He put the team in a position uh, to win uh, late in the game, um, but at the, at, at the end of the day. Uh, he didn't have the best game of his life either. He made, he made some big plays and he kept the team in it, but he, he did miss some throws. And this is part of that progression. I'm not saying this is all on Justin Fields, but I'm saying that this is uh, Danny. You keep you keep saying that you're this is you're evaluating this as Justin Fields' rookie season, given the new system. And this is probably probably uh, some of the things you're going to go through if this is serious growing pains. Uh, Gaines, I know you wanted to go a little deeper in what your uh, evaluation uh, or at least your your thoughts on this team. So I'll, I'll turn it over to you. John, you know, I'm, you, John, you know, I'm positive, bro. But like, I'm, I'm a little disturbed. First of all, shout out to everybody in the chat. Thank you all for joining us. Shout out to my man, Brian. I know we got a lot of Baltimore, some of my, my Baltimore people in the, in the chat joining the um, Barroom Network tonight. Welcome to the show. Glad you guys can make it. And I'm normally more positive and pumped up. But like, as a defensive guy, it's just like, John, we, the Bears have wasted so many good defenses. I don't want to say so many. But, like, remember when we had those defensive windows? This was a game that the defense had, like, we spent the entire first half in their red zone. You see what I mean? Like, they punted, like, four times, four or five times. It should have been 14-0, 6-0, and anything going to the half. But you leave them you leave, you leave them into the game. And so my analysis is Charles Leno did a better job on Robert Quinn than than, 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 our, than our rookie did against, against mm. Allen. Mm-hmm. Like Charles Leno, <laughs> like, yeah. and, and, but at the same time, I know Jess is going through it. But like, I saw a lot of positives. I saw some positives. Brisker, um, um, my uh, Brisker and my man Gordon. I saw some positive with the tackling and the open field. But I just like Justin. I don't know why he's not seeing the open guys. It's, I don't know if it's more apparent to me now because mm-hmm. this, Danny, Danny, did you see the um the deep pass to Mooney? And the one on one, and we had the guy coming across the middle. Cross it, it, yeah. But but it it was the fact that I get it, get Mooney involved. But the fact, like you heard the announcer say, it was situational football. It's third down, bro. Like, yeah. do you want to be like Tom Brady? Do you want to be like Patrick Mahomes? Do you want to be a successful quarterback? Like, keep the drive alive. I would think the QB coach would be telling him, "Hey, yo, bro, I know you want to be great." Take your time. I know you're talking about the damn yoga. I don't want to hear this yoga crap. I don't want to hear these stuff. Breathe and keep and move the chains, bro. Yeah, on, on that one, uh, Gaines, we, we talked about it real quick. Uh, I, I don't blame him because, and and that's gonna come in terms of in terms of the the you know the, the progression stuff like that. I, I don't blame him on that one specifically because he's got one on one coverage with Mooney on the outside, and Mooney beat this guy. A better throw, that's that's where he falls there. He's got to execute better. He's got to make a better throw. If he if it has a better throw, that's a big gainer there for Mooney because Mooney had outside leverage. I've said I've said with this offensive line, if your first guy and your guy is Mooney and you got one on one coverage, throw it out there to him and 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 he had him. I just you got to make a better throw. Same thing with with Griffith with the tight end. Even even on a third and three though, Danny. Even on a third and three when you're just trying to move the chains. Yeah, but with this offensive line, John, you know when mm. we talk about one, two, what, read, get get rid of the football, right? Get rid of the football real quick, and he can't sit there, hold on to the ball, and and just look at it now. You know, as he gets older and he gets more progress on his offense, you know, is he gonna anticipate maybe that route coming clean with the coverage and all that stuff? Probably. Is that something that they're gonna harp on in in terms of his his film review? For for sure, yeah. 
uh, you know, my, my biggest thing with him was was today was just some of his, you know, uh, you know, the the the, the throw to, or the non-throw to Mooney on that first the first that first sack. You know, that that's open in the NFL. You gotta you gotta rip that ball in there, leave Mooney a little bit away from the coverage. There was no safety in the middle of the field. That's one that yeah. that I I marked yeah. on, on as a negative for Justin. Uh, but in terms of and then today his his accuracy was off. Obviously, you saw the the, the miss to, to Griffith, the miss to Mooney, but then he throws that beautiful deep ball into yeah. the into the end of to Pettis uh over his shoulder leads them to the outside shoulder where only Pettis can get to, makes the catch yeah. Pettis makes a great catch obviously uh you know it's it's things like this this is what we expect or call growing pains guys with these young quarterbacks you know we're going to go through this we're going to experience this to hopefully come out at the other end when they're fully developed and then you'll you'll see a, a quarterback that you know is going to be a, a damn good starting quarterback still in the NFL. It's, it's my opinion, and like I said, the toughness he gives you got, got hit, hit, hit mm-hmm. after hit. Even that that touchdown to Pettis, there was a defender bearing down on him in the pocket. He stood there and he threw the ball. You know that's what I love about Fields. We talked about earlier on that third nine yard third nine yard run there, John. Another element he gives you is that element of you know if, if defense plays man on man coverage. The, the, the you know Justin Field they turn it back to Justin Fields he can just run down for you know 10 15 yards a, a clip if he wants to but I'm just saying like these are the things we're gonna have to go through with with you know with a rookie quarterback or, or first you know uh, from my my opinion a rookie quarterback mm-hmm. right uh this is these growing pains right and, you, and you've I've heard this before with Josh Allen you, you go through I think this today was his 16th or 17th start in terms of fields if you go back to look the numbers with Josh Allen Clay Harbor uh, uh, tweeted out today, you know, t- stats were, were very, very comparable. And I think in some some columns that Justin had a, a better better numbers than, than Josh Allen. It's just the development of this quarterback, development of a young quarterback, you know, um, and just, you know, getting, <clears throat> excuse me, getting the offensive line built, getting the weapons around him. You know, I, 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 what I liked today was he got the ball to Mooney. They made a concerted effort to get yeah. the ball to Mooney. It was yeah four reception or seven reception sixty eight yards, which I believe is is a season high for him. Absolutely, uh, I I think we saw a little bit more today in the first half, uh, guys where, where where they they kind of rolled them out, they got him away from pressure, and you saw him making some plays downfield, some throws downfield. Now I don't want him falling in love with that, but I love seeing that separate element, right? You know, I got to keep 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 you know pounding the ball in there now, build more of the offense off of that run, play action, rollouts, and all that stuff. Uh, unfortunately, today I think they just knew Getty knew that that. that middle of that defensive line for the Redskins, or I'm sorry, the commanders, uh, that, that, that is a, a stout defensive front. And they, they knew that they attack them on the edges, you know, in terms of the run game and also then try and, you know, do some things where you roll the quarterback away from the pocket and, and make some plays. So, um, you know, like I said, they're moving the football. Uh, I know his, his final numbers weren't great. I think what, what was Justin today? He finished with uh, 14 for 27, 190 yards passing, uh, 71.5, you know, um, rating, not great numbers, but I, I just felt like in that first half, you know, they're moving the ball between the twenties. It just, you know, they got in the end zone or they got in the red zone twice in the first half, once here mm-hmm. now at the end of the game, three times you got in, inside the five yard line and you could not score a touchdown. That hurts. Danny, on a, we were, I, I believe we were guys. I believe we were on the verge of a dominant, a dominant national performance and said, then it would have said, um, it's the Redskins, or excuse me, it's the Commanders. It, it's not that big of a deal. But, John, I feel like we truly let something slip away in, in terms of progression. If we're, if we're going to say we're just evaluating, right, but I'm, I'm listening to what the coaches are saying during these press conferences all week long leading up to this. Like, that's what I'm holding the people accountable to. We're saying practice is good. We're saying all these other things are good, these basics. Danny, I agree with you when he said that the A-gap the a of the defensive line 
That's why I was surprised that we ran it with Herbert up the middle rather than the bootleg to Justin. Oh, the goal line, forced down, right? Forced and goal, yeah. I, I would question, yeah. why, why isn't it, why aren't you in I formation with a fullback in front of you there? Power yeah, through. Yeah, if, you, if you're having a hard time getting in the uh, getting in the middle, why not at least try something, at least have an extra blocker in there. But, you know, uh, you know they, they're talking about Justin Fields holding on to the ball more longer than any quarterback in the NFL, not to mention there's bad pass protection. That leads me to a notion, is, is Justin Fields going to make it through this season upright? Because the dude, the dude was taking some serious... Yep hits this today tonight and thank god they got what 10 days before their next game or they got the monday night game coming up next so what thank god he's got some time to rest because i don't know how many performances i know he's young and he's he's a he's a just a you know superior athlete but you can only take so many hits until you just can't until you can't go anymore that's got to be a growing concern is it not it is, it is, you know, but, but also that also shows you the toughness the kid has, right? Sure, absolutely, yeah. Back up, and that also builds character, builds leadership, builds the trust in his teammates in, in him as a leader as well. So, you know, you don't want to see him obviously get hurt, but, you know, football is a game where he's going to take hits. Now, the one thing is you want to try and, and, and try and limit those hits as much as you can, especially for, for a guy like him who, that takes off and runs a lot with the football. So, you know, that, it is concerning the fact that just as he's, trying to get rid of the football he's getting you know creamed in the middle of his rib cage you know so that's, that's something that where you you are concerned there so it's it's almost fortunate thing with with this with this team right now and, and i think someone popped in the chat in terms of are we going to criticize the uh the roster building of this I, I mean uh no one was under any false pretenses coming into the season in terms of this this roster and what they're trying to do and that this is a championship caliber team you know, we knew what they were doing. They were going to strip it down. They're going to get rid of all that, all the salary cap, and try going to the next offseason. I've been saying it since, I don't know, since they start, you know, March or, or May when they started making all those moves. You know, it, this is not this is not a, a team that was built to to compete to win a championship this year. So whoever's criticizing the roster, comp- I, mean, I mean, I'm surprised, surprised you even you know are, are now just coming to it like, oh, oh, what's going on with this roster? This roster was like this. We knew this was going to be like this at the beginning of the season, and that's why my whole my whole thing is. The losses suck, guys. Like, this sucks. Last week's loss sucks. But you know what? My whole focus is, is Fields getting better? Last week's game gave us a little glimmer of hope. Today, that first half, I, I like what they were doing. I like the way he, you know, he bounced back in the second half with, with a couple of touchdowns and then almost drove him back for, for a winning winning touchdown drive there as well. So, you know, there are some positives here. It wasn't, there wasn't the next step up that I was looking for, right? You know, but again, pass protection, was was somewhat okay in the first half. Got bogged down in the, se- in the second half. Uh, you know, there, there are a couple of throws again. Justin could have made, should have made, didn't do. So you know, but they're positives, right? And that's all we can do with this season. And I know it. And like I said, the win, the losses suck. And and, and I rather have a win. And and, and just, you know, if they, they if they won this game fourteen or twelve, I would have been happy because you know what? Hey, they play like crap in certain parts of the of, of the uh, aspects of the game, but they came back and won the game. And there's some positive stuff they can get out of it. Also, some good teaching material too. But you know, unfortunately, all we can do right now is just hope and, and just continue to get better. And now, you know, to me, guys, you know, Lucas Patrick is not a left guard. I mean, hopefully, he's a center because he cannot play left guard. I mean, you saw that one play where, where uh, Allen just swam right by him, and and Braxton Jones, who I was complimenting at halftime, you know, got it given to him by by, by Sweat there in the second half, gave up two sacks. Uh, and I want Allen where he just went right between uh, uh, Lucas Patrick and Braxton and, and almost decapitated Justin where the ball came out. Luckily, uh, David Montgomery was able to fall on the ball 
and pick it up this time, not like last week. So, uh, you know, it's, 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 we got to fix that offensive line, especially the interior of the offensive line. We got to fix that thing. Uh, real quick, uh, I, I just saw the comment popped up. I think it was from uh, Mo Beerman, and I and I I mean this with all sincerity, saying that we need to blow it up. Aren't, isn't that what they're doing right now? Didn't they, they already did. blow it up? <laughs> they, yeah, they, 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 this they, is what blowing up looks like, guys. Didn't they? Didn't they just strip it down to the studs and they have a hundred million dollars yeah. in cap next year? And they're yeah, they have all their draft uh, capital next year. I think that's what they're doing. They they did blow it up. <laughs> they're, they're, exactly. they're, that's, and this is what this is what the uh consequences is of blowing it up the the team is going to be bad when you blow it up and the team is bad so this is this is this is part of blowing it up uh one one thing that i did want to address was and as someone who may know the rules better than i do but why wasn't that low hit on justin fields or roughing the passer because i know you can't go low on a quarterback Did, did anybody else think that that uh that should have been a call because it should have been it should have been because the knees and also, why wasn't that uh, pi in the uh, on that throw to Pettis? Oh yeah, yeah, that's a, that's that's very. The guy true, was yeah. pulling his arm down. Yeah, yeah, that that's very true. Uh, Gaines, you were. I wanted to get, uh, get your thoughts on this, and I, I asked Danny. I want to ask you: Are you concerned about the health of Justin Fields because the dude was dragging himself off the field? He was peeling himself up. He was getting beat up the entire game. Are you considered? Are you are you concerned that this? progression year this developmental year could get cut short because the dude's not going to be able to go out honestly john i am concerned because after he peeled himself off the floor then he scrambled after that (laughs) he scrambled and got hit after that and so i am concerned because you you just see so many things around the league and you see not i don't want to compare anybody to tua but like he's not just getting hit he's getting twisted up like when he went down i saw his knee hit the ground first and so all of those things, what we don't want is him getting hurt late into the season that would jeopardize his training camp next year. Like, that's what we don't want. And so um, as we are evaluating him, but I do like how they actually got the receivers involved. I think last week, um, after I watched everything, people I only had were targeted like twice. Mm. And so at the end of the day, whoever's out there, you got to throw him the ball. So I did like the fact that he did throw the ball and it looked good at times. Um, John, if we can, okay, just switching gears a little bit. I want to give a shout out to Jalen Johnson, man. I mean, my guy is looking like a shutdown corner. People don't, the people don't even want to throw his way. So, so him come, I'm really, I'm really happy about the defense. I'm, I'm really excited about the defense stepping up. I know we start to get gashed in the run game eventually, but like, yo, they, they shut down the off, they shut, they shut them down for so long. Mm-hmm. So eventually it's going to, it's going to break open. But um, these DBs, Eddie Jackson's looking physical. Briskers look—they coming out. They coming down like missiles, man. It's yeah. pretty exciting. Yeah, yeah, and I think the, the defense. Listen, this is the same thing that we're gonna that we said against the Giants when they held them to twenty points. <laughs> you hold a team to what, what under twenty points, you should win the ball game. I mean, it's plain and simple. It's twenty twenty two in the NFL. If you can hold a team to twelve points. You should win the ball game. It's plain and simple. And I said this on the pregame show. I said, I'm not taking a moral victory for this one because this is the one that I circled before the season, knowing full well what the Bears were going to be, knowing full well that the Bears were not going to go to the playoffs and they're not going to be a championship caliber team. But circling this game, knowing that Washington's kind of a mess and that was on a short week and it's at home, there was there, there was a really good chance that the Bears could win this game. And I believe that full-fledgedly going into this game that they – needed to win this game because I'm not going to take a moral victory out of some positives against the Washington commanders who 
for all intents and purposes, are the worst team. If you look at if you look at the the game the way the game was played, the Bears had every opportunity to win that game, and they gave it to Washington. Washington didn't overwhelm the Bears. They didn't pull off anything that was like, oh man, they just pushed them. They they deserved to win that game. The, the, the Bears should have won that game. And I believe if, I, if I'm looking at this right, this is probably the muff punt off Bayless this Jones' the muff face. Punt, yeah, and, and this yeah. is something where I, I know he's a rookie and, and you know, obviously you don't want to just kind of bury the kid because, you know, but that that's two punts now that's cost us potentially games, right? It cost us the Giants game in terms of trying to tie the game. And this one here, you're, you're down, you know, you're up 7-6. You know, you're going to get the ball back. You never know what what, what happens here. And, and you know, if worst case scenario, you know, you, you go three and out, you punt the ball back, and you, you don't give Washington a, you know, tr- tremendous field position there. So that that really much right there was was the ball game. And, uh, again, I, I don't want to pound on the kid while, he, you know, while he's down, but it's just like, you know, do we just not get Pettis back there who's, you know, he's not a great returner. I mean, he had nine touchdowns in, 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 uh, in college, but it's like, you know, at least he can make the catch, right? And uh, that's what you need right now, especially for a team that, offensively is challenged like the bears you cannot uh, you cannot be given away games like that or right. field position like that where easy touchdowns right. for for opponents so uh that, that's something that you need to look at as well with during this little mini buy if you want to call I'm it say do, what do, do we expect Bayless jones to be back there returning punts again i don't know i i i don't want to say i hope not but like maybe i hope not because <laughs> when, they, when the game is on the line because i mean he did he, he can do some other things we saw him get that little screen off the slot, I thought he was going to be tackled for a loss. He got north really, really quick. And so, like, there's other things that he can do to change the game. I mean, guys, think about it. They only they only drove into our red zone once. Everything else, the referees got them in. And then the muff punt. Besides that, they only drove in once our, the entire game. Game changed the situation, which makes me more mad at the offense because, like, we couldn't take advantage of all these things. Like this was Taylor. This was a tailor-made gift win, John. This was yeah. a gift-made win for you. Like here, take it. We didn't want it. Yeah, I agree. They, they, like I said before, they had how many opportunities do you need to win the game? Uh, there was there were plenty, and here's that overthrow aggression. Oh my now, God. If you, I, I could, if we slow it down, maybe you can yeah, see. Yeah, can it. we play? It, does it look Griffin, like Griffin slows down? Griffin slowed down. He does. There. He does, and I, I, I thought he did too. I thought he did too. Yeah, so I was like, Justin's trying to lead him, and he kind of like slows down. Then he picks it up there. Maybe he didn't see the ball. <laughs> he didn't see look, see Justin throwing him. Yeah, so that that, that would have been an easy touchdown. Yeah, you for, guys, for, we talked early. You get down inside the, the you know the five yard line three times and come out with zero points. You know, oh, that, that hurts. That's inexcusable, right there. No, you know, it, the is. Defense, it is. You know, the it defense, is. you know, like we said, defense kind of you know the, the run defense kind of got a little bit worse in the second half. But you're right; they only gave up twelve points. Again, this is a game they should have won last week. Is a game they could have won. The Giants game they could have won, right? I mean, these yeah. last three weeks are, are all games that that uh, you know we said you know they could either win, or they could either lose. Unfortunately, they came out on the short end of the stick. But it's just it's just one thing is like you don't want them to lose and then take steps backward, you know, both offensively and defensively. You want to see these young guys get better. I think like you know something. I think Tyler or John, you guys touched on it. One of you guys touched on it was the defensive backfield. I think is getting really really good. I mean, we we got Johnson back, obviously first game back from the injury. I think Kendall Vildor has really stepped up his game opposite of, of Johnson. I think I think Gordon now, I think he kind of came off of that last week, the second week, second half of last week, where he was really good in the open field in terms of tackling, securing mm-hmm. tackles. He had a solid game. He had that he had that PI on him today. I that was really, really fishy, uh, you know, yeah. questionable pass interference on, on Gordon. Um, so you know, so you know, I, I think I think the defensive secondary is getting really, really good. 
hey jackson came up and, and popped uh mclaurin and, and and caused a fumble it just just mm -hmm. a bounce yeah again, that was went weird back, right back right. into his hands so it's it's like you know i think our secondary is getting better you know again defensive line you know someone put out a question on twitter like what's the first big need the bears need in this offseason i said three technique i mean i think right now you need yes. a, a game wrecking three technique in the middle of that defensive line and i was like what well with the receiver you need i'm like yeah you need receivers you need offensive linemen you need some other stuff but i'm like you need a game wrecking three technique in the middle of that defensive line because this whole defense revolves around that between that roquan smith was was back to being the the sideline and sideline you know tackle machine today um you know i, I think all time I, getting all time getting floored yeah, by carson, carson Wentz. Wentz. Yeah, carson went so yeah i took him out blindside there but uh you know, so, so but, there are some but, Nick, but Nick, but Nick Morrow, but Nick, teams, like, you want them to win these games, and again, Mooney comes out with that with that reception. That, that's a that's a you know game winning touchdown right there. You know, so and Danny, then when you talked about Roquan Smith, I wanted to say I think Nick Morrow and Roquan are playing great together. Mm -hmm. They're feeding off each other because one of them is selfishly, selfish, selflessly taking the block and allowing the other one to get in there, and it, it just looks like they're feeding off. Well, I don't want to say Erlacher Briggs. But it's kind of they're flowing to the ball, and that's what I saw in the first half. They're and that was athletic, they're both athletic linebackers that they've got good speed. And know? but and not afraid. You can be athletic, but these guys aren't afraid to hit. They're not afraid to get in the mix. And that's what I appreciate because you're taking on these linemen, and um that's that stuff is important. And um what I was gonna say, I was gonna say, I hope Justin Fields says at the press conference about the Ryan Griffin miss. How cool would it be if he said, "Oh, I thought it was Cole Komet." I, 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 I think that'd be pretty funny. <laughs> well, the, Danny, you talked about the, the 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 needs on this team, and there are plenty. There are a lot. Uh, it's I'm interested to see what the strategy is going to be like uh, in the off season because uh, they do have flexibility with the cap, uh, but so. But the wide receiving free agents are horrendous. They're right. they're bad. The group of free agents in the wide receiver range are bad. So do they prioritize drafting a receiver? And then I'm not sure what the 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 three technique market looks like right now, or who they could who they could sign in free agency. But you, there are some serious needs here. But you only get so you only get uh, there's only so many free agents available. It doesn't matter how much cash you have. It's about what you can actually buy with that. So right. uh, it's right. it's going to be interesting to see how how they attack that. Uh, in the offseason. Now, they do have quite a bit of rest now because I think they play Monday night next week, next mm -hmm. uh, next against, week against, uh, New, England. against yep. New England. We're not sure if Mac Jones will be back in that game. Uh, and if he's not, then that's another game that you would think could be winnable because you're going to be playing Bailey Zappi, basically, as as, mm -hmm. as a starting quarterback. But um, Nikhil Harry will be his first right. game back. Right, right. Red, zone, so, red zone target. Yeah, which which is you know he he's good at. There's one thing that he's probably good at is getting contested catches. He's not going to burn you. He's not going to. He's not exactly the most precise route runner, but he can use his frame uh, to get contested catches uh, when to an extent. There, there's a reason that New England traded him for a seventh round pick. Let's not expect that this guy is going to be a Hall of Famer once he gets traded to Chicago. Uh, but looking over this game honestly guys i feel like we're saying the same damn things we were saying after the giants loss where it's just yeah. like the you know they there's no reason for them not to have won that game the defense held up its part of the deal hell we couldn't we could have been doing the same show for the last three years where it's just right. like the defense <laughs> held up their part of the deal and the offense just didn't get it done uh, a lot of people talking about the uh the play calling i would i would say that the red zone play calling is suspect but otherwise danny what did you think of of getsy's game 
Well, I mean, first half, like I said, they were moving the ball, you know, in between the the twenties. And uh, unfortunately, when he got into the to the uh, you know red zone, you know, inside the five yard line, he just couldn't couldn't punch it through. Um, you know, that, that, and then second half, I think he I think he he went away a bit from the from the running uh, game. And, and and I know he a couple times tried to pitch it out and, and get outside those those big you know big uh, Allen and and, and Deron Payne in the middle of that of that Washington defense. Uh, just it just wasn't clicking, and I think I think he just got a little bit too pass happy for my liking. I, I just well I, I like to keep pounding the ball, pounding the rock in there, and eventually you'll, you'll break a couple of runs here and there. But uh, you know I, I think overall I think I'd, I'd give him maybe if, I, if I'm going to give him a letter grade I I give him a, a you know a B minus because I, I think I like the fact that he started rolling Justin out. We saw more of that. We saw Justin going more, more downfield. I think he had what 24, 27 pass attempts, which I believe is is a season high. Yeah. Uh, for pass attempts, so you know he did get incorporate the passing game. Uh, for my, for me, it was a little bit too much because again, the game was a one score game, and that's the one thing we got to keep think about is is while the Bears are rebuilding, and we and we knew this was a rebuilding season, you know they haven't been blown out, right? So I, I so that, that's that's credit, that's kudos to, and I know I don't like moral victories. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's a moral not victory. I'm just, team saying, like this. Yeah, I'm just I'm just giving props to the coaching staff and and getting these guys ready, and that they're competitive and, and they're competing these games, and either one of these last three games could have been. Could have been wins. Unfortunately, there are, there are losses. And, and, yeah. and Danny, you, you have a point with that, Danny, and that reminds me because we got to think about it. The Vikings handled the Packers. They handled the Packers, and we had that game before um, that that strip. The Giants, we had the Giants. They made the Packers look bad. They make the Packers look really bad, and then this game is just horrible. But like, no, Danny, you're right. It has been that one score. That a couple more efforts type of games we could have just had, but like, but, but to, to the overall perspective, Luke gets with the play calling in this game. The plays were there. We didn't make the plays. I feel like the the plays were the plays were definitely there today. We did not execute on offense because the game, the plays, the plays that were called, we should have had three, maybe three touchdowns. But um, I'll give credit to Justin because even um the, those last two touchdown um, passes they tried. Even the one that Pettis kind of fell kind of weird, I, somehow that still hit his hands. Mm-hmm. And so, like, it, it, I do see growth. I just expected us to, to come out with a W, but, like, I didn't expect it to be an ugly one not a, or even a loss. So yeah. The one thing here yeah. with, with, with Justin here, and that's, that's, a, that's a good highlight here, is he's got to do a better job of finding those passing lanes in between the, the, the big guys. You know, here the he throws it right off the helmet of the defender. Uh, there's a couple of batted balls that uh, I think the one where Mooney would have had an easy first down. But look, but look, but look, he's wide, he's wide open. Like, dude, yeah. my man is wide. Who, who's that? Who's that up there up top? Is that Komet? Well, he was he was going to Komet, who who had a inside leverage on his defender. Who you know, if he's zipped it in there, or probably better would have been a touchdown. Uh, I believe the guy in the flat out there might be Montgomery, or, or I, th- I think also Equinemus uh, uh, St. Brown could have been the guy out there in the flat, but. Uh, yeah, it's it's but it's one thing where we we're sitting here we're like all right all right but look at that that wall around him. I mean it's, it's kind of hard he like I said he he wants to he, what I'm seeing with Justin doing right now is one read two read bam you know get rid of the football and I think that a lot of it has to do with his offensive line now that throw to Mooney why he didn't pull the trigger that was his first read I'm not sure why why he kind of he was gonna pull it and he stopped those are things that I've seen on tape that I'm not sure what's going on whether it's him there in his head in terms of the mechanics is is he worried about interceptions. Heck, you know, Peyton Manning threw 26 interceptions as a rookie. You know, you you just learn from these things. You, you're going to throw interceptions if you're an aggressive quarterback. And, you know, that throw to that first sack, like I said, that was a, a throw, a ball he should have thrown into to Mooney. That could, that could have avoided a sack there. So, you know, 
he made some some nice plays that that touchdown throw to Pettis was beautiful again ball placement to the outside shoulder where only the only the receiver could, could get to it you know but then also you know uh you know some some throws where he didn't pull a trigger on some throws where he he didn't see the receiver come open you know again this is the one thing guys you know I, for years i've been hearing fans saying let's get a young quarterback let's develop a young quarterback well, this is the growing pains of, of these young quarterbacks. Right, you know, some, right. some come in and, and they hit the, the ground running and they're like, you know, like, like Herbert from, from, the, from the Chargers. But, you know, not everyone comes in just flaming the, the league right now. You know, Jalen Hurts, we've been keeping saying this for weeks now. Jalen Hurts last year, two years ago, was, was a guy like or Philadelphia had question marks. Tua mm-hmm. was a, a, a guy that Miami had question marks. You know, Josh Allen. As a guy that you know had had question marks about him, right? So it's it's they have to go through these goring pains, and and, and it, it it sucks, right? Like you're like, all right, he made a throw here, he made a play here, you know, we could have won this game. I understand that, but the thing is, the most important thing is his development, is him getting better. If he's regressing, then I'm concerned because if he's regressing and you're losing, then you might need to go and and, and reconsider what, what's going on here. But as long as right. he's getting better, he's making. You know that that play that that uh, splash plays. He makes some splash uh, plays. Exactly, and then and now at so those splash plays. Now you add the simple plays, right? The throw to Pettis on third and three, where he, where he missed them. He just went to Mooney right away. Right. You know, if he, if he you know he's more comfortable in the offense. He, he maybe he's better in terms of identifying what's going to happen in terms of po- you know post snap. I mean that's an easy conversion for a first down. Now now you go simple plays added with those splash plays. And next thing you know, and I have an offense that can that can threat you know defenses, NFL defenses, week in and week out. On those low throws, uh, on those uh, batted down throws, Danny, is that because of the penetration of the defensive line, or is that something to do with the way that he's delivering the football? Well, no, I, I think it was just him. It, well, the quarterbacks, because a lot of times these guys, defensive linemen, are are what six three, six four. You know, Justin's what six one, six two. I think maybe mm-hmm. six three probably. But but though, sometimes when he goes to arm angles, does a good job of, the, of just kind of getting finding a. a throwing lane a passing window with some of these where he's got to do a better job of kind of anticipating and finding a, a lane or a window to get that ball through there. So, you know, th- again, that's another thing that you have to think about in terms of as a quarterback, not only after you have recovered. Right there, like, but, like balls right there. But look, but look, look at the top, look at the top of the screen. Look at the top of the screen. Right. But, but his, his first read is commit and he sees commit got leverage and he wants to go to commit. So that's the thing is like, he's, he's not going through a full progression. And I'm thinking that's probably because he knows he's has, he's on borrowed time back there. He's got to make one, two reads and get rid of that football. It's my it's, it's my fault because I'm comparing him to Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, and Patrick Mahomes. But it is. But I'm comparing him to, like, winning football, like, play outside the scheme. Like, guy open. Throw the guy. Like, it's okay. Like, I don't want him playing scared. It's okay. Like, but that's what – because it, 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 it can hurt you or break you because that's what I'm saying, though, because Patrick Mahomes does things outside of the playbook. Sometimes things aren't going to materialize and open. He got paid off of instinct. I get it. Everybody's not that raw. But no, but, but Patrick Mahomes makes a lot of dumb plays too, but he gets bailed out by yeah. great players yeah. on the other end, right? Travis yes, Kelsey goes and fights for a football, makes a touchdown. Tyreek, how many times as, as a, when, when Mahomes is going through that great year, yeah. he just throws the ball up there and Tyreek Hill either blows by the guy or he goes up and he makes the play. Same thing right. with Travis Kelsey. You know, it's, it's if you have playmakers, Right, you can just throw the ball up there, It'd be a little bit inaccurate. <laughs> but but Danny, but Danny, but Danny, but those playmakers, they became playmakers. I'm not saying taking away from them, but they were open, and he threw them the ball. <laughs> I mean, they were they were open. You you can't like they they always say Bears don't have receivers, but you become a playmaker by getting the ball thrown to you. 
It's just like it's, you see what I mean. Like if if say, if if, say, if, if, if SQ was open three times and caught three touchdown passes, Pettis would have caught three touchdown passes today. We'll call my playmaker. He has to get the opportunity. We're throwing into coverage versus the open person. Yeah, I mean it, it goes both ways, Todd. Because look, he threw a ball to Mooney, who's his playmaker, and he dropped it at the at the goal line. Right. I get you. I, I feel you, bro. I, I feel you. I'm just I'm just saying though. It's the frustrating. Open guy. I know it's it, frustrating. It, it, is, it is frustrating. You're right. I'm frustrated. Especially we're, we're, a, we're a, a, a town, a city that's that's starving for for an answer at quarterback. quarterback. Here's Matt Eberflus. And uh, went for it on the fourth inches down there and couldn't couldn't plunge it in down there. Um, and then right before the, coming out of halftime, we you know scored a touchdown, uh, which was excellent. And then uh, you know we went on uh, the last two drives there. We ended up you no know, went for it on fourth down, didn't get it. And then our defense did an outstanding job of right, rising up there when we didn't get that fourth down and then forcing a missed field goal. And then we drove it to, all the way down the length of the field um, to give ourselves a chance to win it at the end there and then didn't didn't punch it in there. So obviously, you know, the, the storyline will be, hey, we got a, you know, nice job drives for the offense, but you got to be able to punch it in in the red zone and and those types of things. But uh, I told the guys I was proud of them, the way they fought, the way they the way they battled uh, during the course of the, you know, the, the day. And uh, again, it's all about execution. You know, it comes down to six or seven plays. And I told the guys, listen, it's, it's, we're right there. We're right there. You just got to keep believing and keep believing in what we're doing, how we're doing it. And uh, we're right there. And we're going to get over that hump right there. Um, you know, and they got some time to self-reflect right now. And I told them that they got a little mini buy here. Uh, coaches, coaches, will be in there doing self scout and uh, they, they're going to be looking at their own performances, how they can per- get better coming back on into our uh, week against the uh, New England Patriots. So I will open up the questions from there. You know, it comes down, you know, you saw it, right. It comes down to execution. You know, I has, I thought we had some real good plays in there. We just got to, uh, you know, hit the guys when, when they're, when they're in the, uh, you know, when we had the play on and hit the guys in, in the open, you know, like for Griffin there, I thought that was an excellent play. Um, we didn't, we just got to execute as a group. You know, we got to execute as a group better, better down there and uh, we'll get that done. And when it comes to the pass that was bounced off the helmet. Yeah. For Justin's mechanics, possibly. No, I mean, sometimes your arm angle changes because he's trying to fit it in there. You know, there's a lot of big bodies in there. So a lot of times you, you will change your arm angle, you know, based on what window you see in front of you. So, uh, you know, you can't fault him on that. He was trying to fit it in there, and that's just what happened. And we got to do a good job when the ball goes up. Somebody's got to go, do a good job of knocking it down. Uh, somebody that's in the vicinity there. There's three, the three red zone trips, I mean, the way they ended were so different on all three. Were you yeah. Kind of a little bit on you guys, how that could kind of happen that way? Um, no, I mean, the first one was a, a interception, right? The second one was on downs, a fourth and inches. And the last one was, you know, in the corner there, didn't get it. Right, just like the lock, though, you're not be able to convert all three of those. Yeah. Yeah, that's the way it goes. You know, we got to do a better job executing. Really, and you think about it, do a better job, you know, of us on first, second, or third down getting the ball in there. So not putting yourself in that fourth down situation. From your view, did you think Darnell got in on that fourth play? I don't think he did. Yeah, I didn't think he did. I, I, I thought he was I thought he was close, uh, but uh, from our vantage point, and there's nothing we could do at that point because it's you know replay review. So I'm sorry, in the moment while you're watching a line. Yeah, I thought he I thought he was short. Yeah. Had he caught it originally? He like caught it, bobbled it, and caught it. Yeah. Then I thought he had a chance. Yeah, I thought he would have had a chance to get it for sure. The second down play though, the second drive, the Griffin was wide open. I mean, he just caught this one. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't, I haven't asked him about that, talked to him. But uh, you know, it was a great play. It's a great, great call. What kind of things are you telling him to keep him engaged? Is the fact that he yeah. So first of all, I mean, you know, I told him afterward, man, he is tough. I mean, that guy is tough, and man, he can get out of a lot of things. And and that one run he had down the side, I mean, that's some of that stuff's just amazing. You know, the type of player he is. I mean, the toughness, the mental toughness that he has. I mean, it's 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 phenomenal. You know, so he'll he'll hang in there with the best of them. You know, and uh, it's, it's exciting to see, you know, the guys rally around him and see that toughness because you you'll rally around a guy like that. You know, that's just got that mental and physical toughness that he has. And uh, so I just told him I was real proud of him the way he hung in there. So again, they got some good D linemen. Obviously, they got some first rounders, and and they're going to give a lot of guys fits as they have, but. Uh, um, yeah, I was just real proud of him. Do you need to reassess the offensive line during this break? We're going to reassess everything. Yeah, we're going to reassess everything. I mean, everything we're going to reassess from scheme to, to you know, players to everything. You know, and we're going to do a, a good job of that here coming up. And we're going to do a good job of, of really getting it to the players. You know, if it might be a lineup change or, or it might be, uh, you know, technique fundamentals, that all that scheme, how we're running certain plays, who we're getting the ball to, uh, what we're doing well, what we need to improve on. So that's going to be, you know, we, we're going to look at all that for sure. Are you satisfied with the pass rush right now? Well, the answer to that is never satisfied with the pass rush, you know, so it's always got to be better. Um, I thought we did a good job of getting some sacks. You know, I th some of those were pressures that we called on third down, um, certainly, but uh, uh, we'll, just, we'll just look at it and evaluate that uh, going forward. That'll be one, th one of the things we evaluate. But uh, sack numbers need to be up a little bit more, So, and, uh, and the pressure numbers need to be up, too. It does seem to put more guys in the last more guys more often kind of yeah yeah we yeah I was we were in there in there together visiting you know and uh we uh in a short week like this and you know every week but uh it was uh it was good it was a good plan it was a good plan for a third down for sure Bayless in the, in the fumble at the eight yard line is this just a matter of he needs more time to be comfortable returning punts considering the Boston New York down this one yeah, we're going to have to look at that. I mean, the number one job of any kick returner or punt returner is to catch the ball. So we're going to have to look at that. Was wind a factor? Uh, I, I, there wasn't, I mean, the wind wasn't, it wasn't that bad out there, I don't think. Talk last week about how, especially in the second half, Justin looked like he was growing one more eyes. What did you see today? Did you feel like he took a step back? No, I don't think so. I think he took a step forward. I really do. Because... Because the, the the you know he was uh, the toughness you know and the able to the ability the what's for me the ability to take the ball and drive it down at the very end to give us a chance to win it that's to me what was the improvement okay was there other moments you know that he we need to clean up and offense needs to clean up sure but we had the drives down there and if we punch those in the game's a different game you know it's good that's twenty one points right so um, for me that was really uh, inspiring to watch him do that at the very end to take us down to win it um at the very end and, and again we came up short but uh we got to do a better job next time touchdown taking advantage of a play there great that was awesome but it was great we've been trying to pull that off you know um 
the, uh, these first few games, and and we did. And man, what a throw! You know, we all know he's a great deep ball thrower, and, and he threw it right threw it right in there. And Dante had a great, great catch and great execution. Do you, you think Justin Fields took a step forward tonight? Well, I'm just saying that he asked if it was you know step forward, step back. I think if you look at for me taking that drive to take us down for a chance to. Okay, that's a step forward because it was two. It was during two minute, and it was when it counted. So to me, that's encouraging, and that's a step forward in that in that light. Now, on fourth, two more, fourth and eleven on the second to last drive. Yep. Take a delay. Yeah. What was what was the problem? Well, I saw Justin clapping, right? Ball, 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 and we thought the ball was going to get snapped, right? Because I said we said, hey, you know, take the timeout, you know, two, three, and he's clapping, clapping, clapping. The ball never came, so. Um, we just got to do a better job there. Got to snap the ball. Did you, uh, on the throw to Pettis in the end zone at the end, yeah. did you argue for pass interference? Of course. And did, what did you think? I mean, did you believe you had a strong case for that? Yeah, it doesn't matter. They, they When they call it, there's nothing There's nothing you can do at that point. It's pass interference. But uh, you, you can argue it if you want to. You know? Thanks, guys. Yep. <laughs> That's head coach Matt Eberflus taking questions from the media. Uh, said they're going to reassess everything in this little mini bye week they have. Do you, for lack of a better term, buy that they are going to reassess? What is there to reassess as far as the personnel goes? Danny, what can they switch up at this point that would make well, for any me, sense? For, first of all, he mentioned it. Valus Jones is, is no longer my punt returner right. until he, he proves he can catch a damn football. Uh, I, I am reassessing what's going on at center. Is, is Lucas Patrick your center? Is he healthy enough to snap the football? Because him moving him, moving him in center, and I'm finding myself a, another left guard. Whether it's Cody Whitehair comes back, which he, he won't, because it's it's going to be he's off for four, four weeks. But uh, we got we got to reshuffle that offensive line. I know uh, Leatherwood came back, uh, Alex Leatherwood, and and I'm not sure if you want to throw him back out there at right tackle. You want to kick Borum inside. I, I know Tevin Jenkins was benched again today. Uh, I thought maybe it was for an injury. Uh, they, they put Michael Schofield in there again, and he, they they put in um, Schofield instead of, instead of Jenkins. I thought maybe he was injured, but then when when uh, Patrick got hurt, Lucas Patrick got hurt, they moved Schofield over to right to left guard, and he brought back Jenkins. So he was just being benched. So with with Jenkins, it's it's like I know pass protection is, is his issue, right? In pass pro, run blocking, I think he's doing a solid job. Can he get better? For sure, everyone could get better. But I think I know that's the thing we got. We got to solidify the, the interior of the offensive line. Uh, I think Braxton Jones uh, had a rough second half today, but I think for the most part he's a rookie fifth round pick who's going to get better as the season goes on. You know, the, the one thing where, where the media keeps keeps uh, harping on him here about about his comment when which he saw Justin Fields take a step forward, and and then that's the thing is, and some people in the chat, I, I think it's I don't know if it's Amy McDonald or some who talk about the quarterback being trash and you're going to start a, uh, Amy and Bethany McDonald. All right. You're talking about the quarterback being trash. This kid's made 16 starts in the NFL. What do you want? You want a guy to come in here and just be automatic all pro first day? He's getting better. If you don't see it, if you're going to sit there and just look at the stats and see his completion percentage and look at all the, the throws, attempts, and all this stuff, and there, yeah, then you're a stat person. Then you go look at your stats. But I'm looking at the guy who's taking command of this offense. I got, and I mentioned it before the coach came on how his toughness makes his teammates rally around him. I think this guy's developing into the leader of this offense. I think he's a guy that's going to need some time to develop. 
He's not going to be a Justin Herbert that comes in and, and, and lights up, lights the world on fire because guess what? Justin Herbert's got three pretty damn good uh, receivers on the outside. Now, he's got Mooney, who I told you guys last week or two, three weeks ago, on, on a great team, Mooney's at best your number three receiver. Right now, he's our number one receiver, right? He's a pretty damn good receiver, but he's not a number one receiver in the NFL. You know, you, you, you guys you keep asking for these young quarterbacks. It takes time. There are growing pains. There are growing pains, guys. You were on the sideline using the resistance band because it started the third quarter. Was that on your left shoulder? What what happened? Yeah, it's just my shoulder, my left shoulder um, hurted a while back, so it just kind of re-aggravated it. So I was just trying to keep the uh, muscles you know, activating and just just keep it moving. Justin, what do you guys need to do to be better than the rest? Finish. That's it. That's the gist of the whole game. Um, finish. You know, we didn't finish. Uh, missed a wide open touchdown pass. Didn't finish. Uh, fourth and one. Handed the ball out to Demo. Couldn't finish it. Last play, couldn't finish it. Uh, you know, there's multiple plays in that game that we uh, could have made to, you know, change the whole game. But summary of it all is we didn't finish. And, um, you know, uh, it doesn't matter if you drive all the way down to the five, one yard line and don't score. So, I mean, you can, that's the same thing as a, a three and out and you punt in, inside the 10. So it's, a, it's the same thing. So, um, just the biggest thing is just just finishing. Did you think when when you when Darnell went up, did you think he was going to get over there? Did you think he was going to get over there? Get over there? Get over the yeah, get over the line. Yeah, uh, I th wasn't he over the line like when he caught it? Yeah, that was kind of long. Yeah, so I mean, I guess if he didn't bobble it, it probably would have been a touchdown for real. But um, I mean, that just goes back. Just finish, finish the catch, finish the throw, finish the run. Finish the blocks. I mean, as an offense, we got to finish. I got to be better. We all got to be better. So, yeah. What did you think of the throw before that? Have you seen the replay of that? The PI that we didn't get. <laughs> Justin, when you're talking about finishing and executing, it seems like there are pieces or plays there where you all are performing at a high level. Is it a logistic thing that's missing? Missing? What is the what is the key to actually finishing? Plays there, make it plain and simple. There's no logistics. There's no. It's not simple. It's not complicated. It's when you have that opportunity, finish. It's that simple. And you know, we just didn't do that tonight. So um, there's no. You don't have to make it harder than it is. Uh, pitch and catch. And the real, the, the one that's making me mad is the the one who uh, uh, Griff in the end zone. I mean, you know, he probably could have ran a little bit more, but I mean that he's he's wide open. I, I gotta hit that. I'm an NFL quarterback. I gotta hit that. Um, and then the first one to call uh, all out, we got cover zero on the last one. I mean, I'm the first driver, just tipped the ball. So, I mean, I can't do anything about that. But, I mean, we have plenty of opportunities in the game that we just didn't finish. So, we just got to get better at that. Does it have to do with the function of catching them with too many on the field, getting everybody to line of scrimmage and knowing where to go for football? When did you first recognize you kind of had them in the process of getting everybody up to the ball? Yeah, I mean, you know. When we play a team, we just look at, you know, do they substitute a lot, um, you know, and uh, the guys, the coaches in the box, you know, usually see that they're substituting. So just call in my ear and then we get on the ball and I could play. And then if they're off the field, then we just chill out and, you know, get a play dialed up. But, you know, they still had extra guys on the field. And, um, you know, at that point, it's just uh, get open. So, um, you know, it's a, it's a free play at that point. So 
Um, you know, Dante did a great job and made a great catch. Uh, Lime did a great job blocking, and, you know, it was a good play. How hard is it for you to kind of uh, motivate everybody else when you are feeling the way you are in the game? Uh, everybody's feeling this way. Everybody's mad. I mean, nobody's happy about his loss. Uh, you know, uh, just we always get told that we're almost there. We're almost there. Like, me personally, I'm tired of being almost there. I'm tired of being, you know, just just this close. Uh, I feel like I've been hearing it for so long now. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, all you can do is get back to work. Um, that's the only reaction you have. You live and you learn. And get back next week and you know, keep, keep going. Even better. Justin, can you take us through that final play? The one to, Montgomery, to, the one to, to Moody. It looked like Montgomery was leaking out. Montgomery's the fifth read on that play. It's the last read. So, uh, in reality, if I'm being real with you, there's a 5% chance you're going to get back to him. So, um, he's the last read on that. I'm not going to, you know, it's boom, 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 boom. Like, he's the last read on that. So, um, Mooney was open. Uh, he won. And like I said before, he just got to finish. Is that a more, for all the work you've done with Moody for the last two years, I imagine you'll take your chances of throwing the ball to him for the game up on. I'm doing it every trip. I mean, if my boy's open, I got full trust in him, anybody, um, anybody on his team. I don't care if it's a practice squad guy. I don't care if it's Mooney, anybody. If, you know, if, if I'm out there with them, I'm going to put my full trust in them. And, you know, um, if they make a mistake, they make a mistake, move on, you know. Um, it's just that simple. Justin, last one. You said last week that you felt the construction was a little bit better. Uh, this week, was it, do you feel like it was rest or it was more of a, a symptom of going against? I felt like they, they got back there. Um, you know, everybody knows that, you know, Washington has a great D line. Uh, they have great D tackles. So uh, definitely felt them coming today for sure. Appreciate it, guys. Appreciate it. John, do you want to go bring us no, back in? No, I was going to say immediate reactions off of hearing that. Right. I mean, the guy's pissed. The guy's a competitor. The guy wants to win. And then for, for people in the chat, again, I, I don't want to go back to my little mini rant here. People in chat are saying that 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 he sucked. He's the worst quarterback in the league. You know, we only scored seven points. Play and here. the offense didn't look too, too, too damn good today. But imagine how bad this offense would look without Justin Fields. He was the best player on the field today for the Bears offensively. I don't, I don't think you can, can question that. He had, was it uh, 12 rushes for 88 yards? He was uh, 14 of 2790 yards and a touchdown. So if you don't think he was the best op player on offense today for the Bears, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what you're looking at then. So, yeah. again, this is a guy that's going to get better. I have full confidence that he's going to get better, especially when a talent around him gets better. He's a competitor. I'm, I'm trying to play the long game here, Danny. I really am. And I, and I still have a, lot, I have a lot of hope in Justin Fields. And I think that people just – they jump to these conclusions about, you know, Justin Herbert and, and uh, Patrick Mahomes, who actually sat out a year, by the way. He didn't right. take the league by storm as a rookie. He – He's under the tutelage of Andy Reid, sat out a year. But look at the situations. He has Andy Reid. He has Tyreek Hill. He has Travis Kelsey. Justin Herbert has Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. We're a fan base that is frothing at the mouth about Nikhil Harry getting off the IR. So let's try to let's try to let's try to look at these a little a little comparatively here because it's 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 ridiculous to think that he can take that same step when he doesn't have the same weapons. I know he missed throws. I know he made mistakes. That's part of the process, but that's part of developing a quarterback. You're not getting a Hall of Famer stepping off the bus right off right out of the draft. I still have hope that he can he can be a really good player 
but he needs some more help around him. Of course, he's going to miss throws. He missed an open receiver. He misses a couple of open receivers. But for God's sakes, you can't bury a kid after, what, 17 starts? Right. And they, 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 he's trash. Yeah, gonna, they, 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 the Bears need to draft a quarterback. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Are you kidding me? You hand somebody a terrible situation and say, uh-uh, we, we got to draft another rookie to put him in that situation next year. I bet that rookie will, will make it work with Equinemius St. Brown and Darnell Mooney as your number one and all these other Island of Misfit receivers on one-year contracts. I'm sure that somebody small, that is another uh, rookie uh, quarterback will make it work. Come on. Exactly. Address exactly. the actual needs. Go exactly. get offensive linemen. Go get wide receivers. Quit putting band-aids. Like, this is what the Bears do. The guys just keep putting band-aids on things, band-aids on things, band-aids on things, band-aids on things. Build around your actual players. That's it. You don't. That's like, it. You need a receiver when you're going to go draft a quarterback. Come on. I, I, exactly. I, 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 honest to God, respect everyone's opinion and their passion about this team. But holy crap, to say that they need to go get a quarterback? Right. Right, and and this quarterback insane. class guys ain't great, by the way. I know, I know the media's selling this quarterback class is this upcoming quarterback class is being great. It's not great. I, I have questions about Bryce Young being an NFL quarterback. I have questions about uh, uh, Will Levis from from uh, from Kentucky. You know, a talented kid, big kid, but there, he's not a surefire come in day one start. You know, so far that we've we've seen of him. So th there's a lot of questions. C.J. Stroud from Ohio State. I, I wouldn't take yeah. him over Justin Fields. There's like an automatic $1 million lotto ticket in next year's draft that was going to just make everything happen. The Messiah right. of quarterbacks is going to step in right. and make these these current uh, players Hall of Famers. And, 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 uh, and I he, just said, he just said in that press conference that, that Montgomery was his fifth read. You think you're going to sit there behind this offensive line and go, go through five, five reads, reads at the goal line? At the goal line? Absolutely not. And to answer uh, Swanky's question here, the supporting cast is terrible, has polls, and the Bears completely missed a chance to evaluate Justin in this mess. I kind of made that point a few weeks ago where it's, I'm not, I don't think you can have a real solid opinion on Justin Fields. Even at this, at the end of the season, you can have a better idea. You can have a much better idea of his trajectory and where he's going, but I don't even think you can really evaluate him until you see what they do in the off season next year. And trust me, when you got a quarterback on a rookie deal, I don't think you're going to overload your, your roster with two quarter. What are they going to do with fields then? They're going to just have two quarterbacks on two rookie deals. And do you, what are you going to trade? And I don't know how many people delve in the stock market, but do you really sell low at Justin Fields' stock, <laughs> stock right now? What are you going to get for Justin Fields right now? Yeah, You're going uh, to trade you Justin Fields. You don't give, up on, kid you don't give up on somebody when you haven't yeah. put anything around him. If you want to criticize yeah. the GM, be my guest. He wasn't really given a really good situation to begin with because he had to clear off a lot of dead money. By the way, still paying Andy Dalton, still paying Nick uh, Nick Foles, still paying Jimmy Graham, still paying Danny Trevathan. You can thank the last regime for that. They were kind of dealt a crappy hand this year. I feel bad for Justin Fields for the hand he was dealt. But at that same time, I don't think you're going to be able to really, really identify where he is as a franchise quarterback until 2023. The only way you can identify John is something that maybe you and I and, and Tyler and some of the fans won't see. It's in that building. How does he, how does he face this adversity? How does he face this tough season? How does he rally around his teammates? Do, does he, does he kind of sulk and does he alienate himself and, or does he, you know, galvanize this team and say, Hey, you know what? Be a leader. And like today, I've touched on it before the coach came on. I said, you know, that toughness, you know, his teammates rally around someone like that, a quarterback that's tough like that and be a leader like that. You know, how does he act in that, in that locker room, in that building during this, this tough times? And that's how he can grow. 
in terms of the eyes of the Bears, you know, brain trust. You know, is he is he developing that that trust with his teammates? Is he becoming that this you know face of the franchise within that locker room that everyone's going to follow him? That's how he can grow, and I think he's taking steps that way. Now, also, we want to see steps on the field, and I think we'll see some of those as as well as the season goes on. Now, if, if Game Seventeen is fourteen for twenty one for hundred yards, I'm going to have some questions now. I'm like, sure. all right. All right, let, let, I, I need to see a little bit better here, right? If they're still scoring five or six points, you know, seven points, you know, we got to see some 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 more progress here. So that's the thing is like last week was some progress. This week he made some nice plays. There are some 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 throws that he should have made, and some throws that he probably shouldn't have made. And I and I'm, that might be the first one to admit it. But again, that's what John and I and Tyler have been saying. It's this is a young kid that's going to be going through these growing pains, and we just have to endure with it. This is what and, happens when you're real, in a real quick. Uh, and just to address something, uh, Zach Sullivan, usually I, I love uh, all of your passion and usually your insights here, but the money they had to spend, did you want them to spend $80 million on Christian Kirk? Is that what you wanted them they to spend? They had no money to spend. They had no money to spend, Zach. They had no money to spend. Remember, they, they got rid of. They got rid of all that debt cap money. They're going to have over a hundred. I think they're like 60 or $70 million in debt cap because all the players they got rid of. They weren't, I mean, they were under the cap, but they didn't have that much money to go out and spend. And like, like John said, the, the pickings were slim. You know, you know, Christian Kirk, is, is he worth that much money? You know, I don't think so. And like I said, next year, we'll see how they, how they retool, regroup. Remember, they're, they're going to have a full draft class. They're going to have, you know, if they get a high pick, you know, that maybe they can, maybe there's a, there's a team that's going to be, you know, uh, thirsty enough, Carolina or whoever wants to go up there, get a quarterback. You never know what's going to happen. Next thing you know, you're going to, you're going to take that high pick and you can trade and now you can recoup a bunch of first and second future picks and all that stuff. And that's how you build a football team. You know, I've, I've always said, if your offense and defensive lines are suck, then your team sucks. And right now the bears offense and defensive lines suck guys. And that's it. They're, now, all the thing I'm looking at is Justin Fields, and is he getting better week in and week out? <laughs> why, why am I shouting? Because I've been on the air for three hours today. That's why I'm shouting, Stephen. Because I've been—I did an hour and a half pregame show. I did a halftime show. And now I'm doing it now because it's midnight on the West Coast, on the East Coast, and this is the only way I can stay awake right now is to shout at you. So I'm, I'm shouting. At people you. want to give it up Justin Fields after 17 starts. That's why I'm shouting. Yeah. Well, it, it, I, the the only argument I will listen to is uh, as far as what they could have been done is that uh, if you want to say, Hey, they could have had George Pickens in the second round and they decided to get Kyler Gordon. I'll listen to that. I'll listen yeah. to that all day that's because it's, because that's, it's, it's, that's, a, that's a good, I think that's a solid argument and I can think I can understand the validity in that. So I, I, I but I can also see the, the value in Kyler Gordon. I'm not, I certainly not giving up on him, but I can, I can certainly understand someone saying they needed wide receiver help. There wasn't much to go after in free agency. You didn't really have the assets to do it. But you could have drafted George Pickens or or Alec Pierce to that matter. So I, I, I'll, for me, I'll it, was, it was Pickens over Brisker, and that's just because just because the, and Brisker's going to be a good player. I have, I have no doubt about him. But it's it's the the value for me in safety on a team that you're rebuilding. Offense, defensive line suck. You know, skill position players suck. You need to rebuild those before you go get a safety. You know, so that's the thing is like that's one the only the pick I, I had a problem with was was the, the not the player but the position they went with. With, with the safety pick, they could have got a guy like Pickens or Pierce. All right, guys, yeah. I'm, I'm losing. I'm uh, go ahead, Gaines. I'm sorry, I was gonna, I was gonna go around to wrap up, but you got something to say? No, let's we can wrap up, but um, it, Danny, you're right. I just think it comes down to philosophy, and um, it comes down to philosophy and what Flus was trying to implement with the team in the draft. I'm glad we got safe, I'm glad we got the two young guys on defense because we couldn't stop anybody. You couldn't stop anybody, period. And so that that it's it's embarrassing. Like, remember, we were losing 50 to zero. 
we were losing, we were getting blown up by 50 points um, not too long ago. And um, and so, but I'm with you. And um, and people that people that want to just throw think quarterbacks can, I mean, Steelers fans, they want they wanted Kenny Pickett, and that his first game in, like, you don't want the young guys getting hurt. Like, it, it, the NFL is a different type of speed. It's a different type of animal. And like, especially when the offensive line is not right, is not ready, you're truly putting your livelihood on the line. That's why these guys make this much money. And so um, I feel better because Justin Fields is pissed. So I feel better because my quarterback's <laughs> mad. So I, he, 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 was, he, was a, he fell on the sword. He was accountable, didn't make excuses. I can't say nothing bad about the guy. That's you, all you can ask for any grown man. You know who does make excuses? It was this guy when he was wearing the blaze orange. It was Rex Grossman. Yeah. I have a blaze orange Rex Grossman jersey <laughs> that I bought on sale for like $14 in 2007. I should have seen it, it coming. Huh? You overpaid. You overpaid for it. I did overpay for it, but I can't believe it. For like 15, 16 years later, I, I still have this puppy. Rex uh, but Grossman. remember, Rex, Rex Grossman, he, he had no problem blaming New Year's Eve as a reason why the Bears lost. So right. I, I will say, I'll take, I'll take uh, Justin Fields' uh, demeanor had, uh, any day. Had, Rex Grossman, had se- Rex Grossman had seven games um, with a hundred percent QB rating, then six games with like under ten percent or something. Yeah. Hey, going deep, <laughs> just sling it. See what happens, man. Uh, it's whatever. Rex is our quarterback. <laughs> All right, guys, let's, let's start wrapping things up here. It's getting late and you know what we were, we're going to start recycling things and I don't want to do that. So, uh, Gaines, let's go, let's go with you. Final thoughts, what's going on. And then, uh, we'll go around the horn here. Um, final thoughts, not much, but everybody in the chat, thank you for spending time with us. We appreciate all the comments, no matter how silly some of them may be. I get it. We, um, I definitely understand being upset about a team that you just want to see win at the end of the day. And so, but don't let it affect your heart. Don't let it affect your day tomorrow. Um, the Barroom Network will be here for you guys with all types of coverage. Um, stay tuned to everything the network is putting out. We got the um, Chicago Bulls season about to um, come off, and so we got some guys covering that in a very large way. But besides that, um, enjoy the nice – we got a nice little break, and hopefully we look forward to some adjustments. That's all I got, John. Danny, go ahead. Yeah, for me, I, again, it's a tough loss. That's three weeks in a row that, that the, the Bears could have won, but unfortunately they lost. It's, it's a it's – a, it's just, it is what it is, basically. I hate saying that, but it, it just it's something that we knew was going to be uh, coming into the season. It's it's a, it's a rebuild. They 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 tore it down to the to the bare minimum here, and they're just trying to kind of see what what they can you know lay their foundation and just kind of build from here. And and uh, there's going to be tough losses like this, and 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 you hate seeing games where uh, you know you, you lose by one. And I think every single one of their losses has been with been, you know by less than a touchdown. So that's the thing is like every single game they're in it, they have a chance to win it. So uh, but, but the good thing is. Uh, you know, I, I think that quarterback is getting better slowly, but surely. Uh, and I, I just want to continue to see him get better and better and better. Again, the wins losses you know, are, are going to be tough to, the losses are going to be tough to take. The wins are going to be nice to have, but I think those, that number, that foul number is going to be irrelevant for this season. I think this season is going to be just about development. Justin Fields, my primary, my primary concern there. And the, he took too many hits today. I think, you, you know, even with said, you got to go back during this little mini buy and reevaluate you know, the starting lineup, evaluate, you know, scheme and, and technique and all, you got to do all that, you know, and I think offensive line, you know, it, it, I think maybe it's time for Mustafa to go to the bench, put Patrick in there uh, and see, you know, see if he can play center because he can't play guard. And, and then, you know, finally settle, is, is Tevin Jenkins going to be a starter at a right guard, or is it someone that you, you guys are, have no faith in and, and put someone else in? I mean, you have Leatherwood coming back. 
You have this kid, Kellen Deach, dude, you picked up off of um, off of waivers, and he's on your practice squad. He's a, he's an athletic kid that that played at Arizona State at tackle, but he's a guard at the next level. Uh, uh, there's a, try different things because because right now, you know, it's it's you can't get, afford to get your quarterback killed, and you just the main thing is keeping him upright and keeping him safe, and having him continue to develop throughout the season. So another tough loss could have been a win again, but it's, it is what it is right now with this team. All right. Final thoughts for me. And uh, if I if I upset you with my yelling, I apologize. Unfortunately, that's my style. And I wasn't yelling at anyone in particular. So if you took don't apologize, to it, I apologize. Don't apologize. No, <laughs> no, no, that's how no, we are. We're passionate. And, no, we're, and no. We're... I, I yell. This is actually how yeah. I talk. And this isn't actually me yelling. This is how I talk. So unfortunately, you guys should I, see I, our, our staff meetings. Yeah, it's, it's true. That's also true. And some of our text messages. Uh, but anyway, you know what? This is a long, frustrating game. Uh, this is a game that I said I was not going to take a moral victory on. And, I, and I'm and i not going to take a moral victory on this one. This, this sucked. This sucked. And I'm mad. I hate when they lose. I hate when they lose in prime time because that means not only am I not going to get any sleep because I have to be up in four and a half hours, but I, ha- I can't even say that it was worth it because the Bears played a crap stinker of a game and lost to the Washington Commanders. So that's that's an even more reason to throw salt into the wound. But you know what? They have a mini bye week. They get back after it for another primetime game on Monday right. night against the Patriots. We'll see what they can do there. But once again, we appreciate everybody in the chat room. We appreciate everyone that's listening to the live version, to the podcast version, to the video version, and to the audio version. Appreciate everybody that's on the show with me, Tyler and Danny and Aldo behind everyone. Love all of all of you. All of you make this happen. And so, uh, you know, this is a great community we built here at the barroom. A lot of positivity, a lot of good conversation, and it's all in good fun. And remember, guys, this is football. The world's still, the sun's still coming up tomorrow. There's still a lot going on. A lot more important things going on than this. But that doesn't mean that we can't still be pissed off about it. But that'll do it for this edition of Bear Football. For Danny Shimon and Tyler Ellis, I'm John Buffone. We'll see you next time.